You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 39, Date Night Drought. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. You ready? Let's go. Hey, friend. How's it going? How is your brain? How's your marriage? How are your thoughts? That honestly, I know it sounds simple and dumb and maybe get sick of me saying it, but if you are struggling or your marriage is feeling hard or you're just sad or you're disappointed, check in with your brain. Notice your thoughts and it will help you to recognize why you're feeling so bad. And um, if you're looking for more help, I would love to help you do that. Thoughts are so powerful and I feel like we hear that all the time, but life coaching is really amazing because it helps you know what to do with these thoughts and how to change them, how to understand them so you can get more of what you want. That's really what I help people do. It's like people that come to me are like struggling or feeling bad, but they're functioning. They just want it to be even better. Just throwing that in there. Also, I have a favor to ask of you. Would you leave me a review? If you are listening to this podcast and you like it or it's helpful or anything like that, I wanna invite you to share it with someone that you know that's married and leave me a review. If you review this podcast, it helps more people to find it. So I would really appreciate that. Okay, let's talk about date night drought. First thing I wanna ask you is how do you feel about date night? I know this is kind of funny and maybe dumb, but honestly, I, I I kind of have this adverse reaction to date night. I feel like it's this unspoken culturally thing in the church that you are supposed to have a date night every Friday night or Saturday night or whatever, like that is for date night. Now, like I love my spouse, I wanna hang out with him, but for me, just that whole idea of like, hey, you're supposed to do this, you need to date your spouse every single week. I think I kind of just have a reaction of like, eh, I don't want to do that because they're telling me that I should. And what's hilarious is it's not like anyone over the pulpit has ever said, hey, you need to date your spouse every Friday night. I think it's more of like a cultural thing. So I kind of just wanted to talk about that. And if you're feeling like your date night is in the toilet or it's just it's been a dry spell or you don't really like date night or you don't do date night or you don't look forward to it, this is to kind of help you out. So a while ago, and hello, this totally makes sense. I kind of had that adverse reaction to date night, like you need to do it. And I even remember my husband worked with a life coach a little while ago and he was telling him, he's like, dude, you gotta do date night every single night, bro. Like you gotta make it happen. And it just kind of bugged me because I think it's just cause like, oh, like I'm just something on your to-do list that you're just supposed to date me. <laughs> I don't know. I have kind of weird thoughts about it, but I think It's the title too, because I've had this similar experience with scripture study. I've gone through this drought where it's been really hard for me to study the scriptures and then I feel guilt about it and all this stuff. So I just changed the name because I had an adverse reaction to scripture study. It just seemed like something I was supposed to do and it didn't seem fun and it was hard and just another thing to do. So instead I just call it connecting with heaven. So instead in my calendar or in my plans, I just say, oh, when am I gonna connect with heaven? And that makes it seem more available to me and helps me to actually do it. I'm more motivated to do it. So sometimes it might just be changing the name because for me, like date night, it kind of has some baggage around it. So you don't have to call it date night. But let me just tell you some of my honest thoughts about date night in the past. See if you can resonate or relate with any of these especially in the beginning, I was like, dude, we just go out to eat. And if we're somewhere where there is a TV on, then my husband just watches the TV and we're spending money so that my husband can watch TV and we can eat mediocre food. I'd rather stay at home. (laughs) 
as we had children and our lives, you know, as they evolved a little bit, I would think, oh, so really I have to pay for a babysitter and dinner and if we do an activity. So really it's just super expensive. I don't want to spend all of this money. It's not even that fun. That's one of the thoughts. It's just not even that fun. Another thought is I don't want to do it because it's this unspoken thing that you have to do it every week in order for your marriage to be successful. And that just bugs me. And I don't want to do it because I'm supposed to. <laughs> I just, I didn't like that reason. And lastly, I had a lot of drama because I felt like I'm the, I'm always the one who has to plan it and coordinate it, find the babysitter, find the activity, whatever. And it made me mad. I'm like, why the freak is this my job too? Why can't he be in charge of the date? Why am I in charge all of a sudden? So as you can imagine, date night for the flakes was super lit and way romantic and incredibly fun because of all my thoughts about it. Not so. As always, you have some questions. You have some work to do. Are you ready? Okay. The first one is... Are you doing date night? Why? Why not? If you aren't doing date night, just ask yourself, why is it? I wonder why we aren't dating. Is it a logistical thing? Is it a money thing? Is it a time thing? Just figure out why you aren't doing it and then ask yourself, do you want to do date night and why? What do you think doing date night would do for you, for your marriage, for your spouse? And ultimately you're gonna find that there's some emotions under that. If you do want to date, it's probably because you just want to feel more connected or you want to feel fun or you want to feel in love or you want to feel noticed by your spouse. Whatever it is, identify those emotions and ask yourself, okay, so how can I create those feelings? How can I create some romance? How can I create beauty? How can I create fun and connection? And along with that, you can just ask yourself and be clear on what what's the point of date night? Why do we do it? Why is it suggested that we should date? Answer the above questions for yourself and then also ask your spouse about it too. Like, hey, what do you think about date night? What are your current thoughts about it? What are your feelings? What would you like it to look like? And ultimately, I just want you to know that there are no rules, okay? I know it kind of is this cultural idea that, yeah, you're supposed to date every week. And if you don't, then your marriage is probably on the rocks. Don't subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to that, all right? Now, listen to me. I am all about you connecting with your spouse. I think it's super important to have time that is just yours, that's uninterrupted, that is something that you can make happen. But with that, you get to decide what that looks like. So yeah, maybe that looks like, quotes, date night. Maybe it's couch time. Maybe it's playing five crowns on Thursday nights while you chat. Maybe it's snuggling up on the couch and watching Modern Family. Whatever it is, I just want you to recognize that maybe you think you're not dating because it's not super formal, but really replace date night with connection. How can you connect to your spouse? After you have answered these questions for yourself and your spouse, then you want to decide what would be the most fun and the best way for you to, to connect during the week. And anything goes. It's like I said, maybe it's watching a show. Maybe it's making some food together. Maybe it's late night cereal and chatting. Maybe it's playing a card game. Devin and I recently went through this. I've, I've talked about this before, but Devin is just a chatter. He can talk forever. He has lots to say, and I don't really. And sometimes it's just like this weird awkwardness because Devin will come home and tell me about his day. And then he'll say, how was your day? And I'm just like, good. 
and I don't really share details and we're, we're not going to talk. We're not going to get all into that. But I noticed that it was causing a lot of disconnection. And so I recognize it's very hard for me to just sit and listen and to sit and share, but I'm much more likely to open up and share and engage if I'm doing something. So if I'm playing a simple card game where I don't have to think very much or we're going on a walk, there's fresh air and my body's moving, it's way easier for me to kind of open up and engage and listen. But if it's just like, listen, let's sit on this couch and stare into each other's eyes and share, that doesn't work for me. So you have to figure out what works for you, what allows you to open up and want to connect and try to connect and then go with that. And just know there's no rule book, there's no prescription, there's no right way to do it, there's no wrong way to do it. The only way to do it is just the way that works for you too. And you might just have to figure that out together, right? There's gonna be some trial and error, but ultimately just decide, all right? What does date night look like? What do we want to call date night, right? Like Devin and I do things specifically every week to connect. And then sometimes, yeah, we like leave the house, we get a babysitter, we do that. But it's not this spoken must happen thing every single week. And that's the other thing I want you to know. I think if you put restrictions around date night, it actually can be more fun because you have to be creative. Right now, I mean, Devin's a student. We're not rolling in the dough, okay? So we have to be creative. I'm like, listen, we don't want to spend money on dinner and a babysitter and an activity. Like, that's just not really in our realm right now. That's not where we want to put our money. So instead, it's like, okay, we reserve a time that works well for both of us where we can be available and present. And then we just decide, okay, here's a list of activities. Here's something we like to do. And we kind of just do it by mood. It's like, okay, how are you feeling? Like, do you have energy? Do you not have a lot of energy? Do you want to veg? Do you want to engage? Like, it's just touching base with each other enough to know, okay, let's just find something that works for both of us, but get creative. So when I was talking about restrictions, think about how you want to connect and then just put some boundaries on it. So it's like, okay, we're not allowed to spend a dime and we're not going to leave the house and whatever. Just because if you do that, all of a sudden you have less options, but that actually can allow you to be more creative. So it's like, if I know we're not gonna spend any money and we're not gonna leave the house, but the end goal is just connection and fun and laughter and enjoying each other, we can make a list of, okay, so how can we meet these things? And then we know, okay, well, we're not, we don't have to order food. We don't have to pick a restaurant. We don't have to leave. We don't have to spend money on gas or a babysitter. All of a sudden it's easier to make choices because there's choices that are automatically cut out. Does that make sense? And in the past, if one of you seems to own date night more than the other, just have a conversation around this. Around the beginning of the year, Devin just kind of took charge of date night and he would send me invites on Gmail about, hey, I wanna hang out with you. Here's what I was thinking. Are you down? Yes or no? And it was so amazing. It, it was just so nice for me not to have to think about it, but just to have something fun that I could come to and know that we were gonna hang out. So if you are normally the person that plans the dates, Ask your spouse, say, hey, listen, I want you to take a turn. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe your spouse is always planning the dates or the connection and just say, hey, I want to take a turn. I have some ideas. And literally anything goes. You probably have shared interests and then you probably have unshared interests. So there's literally so many ways in which you can connect. It can be fun to just sit down and have each of you make lists of like things that you think would be fun to do, things you want to experience, something that you you want to try or learn about. Just make a whole list and then just come together and decide, okay, let's just pick our top 10 on both of our lists. 
And then let's just start going down the list. Take the complication out of it. But just know if you feel like there's been a drought and dating isn't really happening, it doesn't have to look like you think it's supposed to look because there is no one way that it is supposed to look. There's no shoulds, there's no rules. The ultimate goal is just connection, it's fun, it's enjoying each other, it's being more vulnerable and open and intimate with each other. So in your relationship, in your marriage, how can you achieve that? How can you make that happen? Throw away the rule book, and it doesn't matter if it's been a long time since you've officially dated or you do ritual dates every single week. I'm just inviting you to take a look at it and open the room, open the lid, open the conversation for more creativity, more connection, because you're being aware of it. So I want to hear about these amazing, fun, connected dates that you're having. You can tell me all about it at heatherflakecoaching.com or find me on Instagram. I would love to hear all about it. All right, my friends, have a gorgeous week and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.